she moved out a few months later. Is there and an Deja off button on you? Press the off button. Go ahead. So they walk in. They and walk they say this is a hate crime. And this is discrimination. Did, did your daughter use that derogatory I term? didn't hear her say it because they were arguing outside. You? I was already in. Me and her were on the inside. How about you? Did you hear her say it? I believe she may have said it. This is the plaintiff, Janice Walker. She says her upstairs neighbors are disgusting people who should be ashamed of themselves. Her granddaughter was on her terrace and told her she felt rain on her head. Well, it wasn't rain, it was urine. The defendant's dogs are allowed to pee at will on the upstairs terrace. She's made numerous complaints. The defendants got upset she was complaining and are now harassing her mercilessly. She's now having health issues, can't stand the torment any longer, and is suing here and now for the $10,000 she's owed for mental torture. These are the defendants, David Wells and Ricky Johnson Jr. The plaintiff and her daughter, who's a stripper, are the harassers here, not them. The liquid they complain about is water from her own plants, not their little dogs. The woman has called them derogatory names. And if anyone's owed money here today, it's them. They're accused of raining down urine. The defendants have filed a countersuit for $6,500 for harassment, libel, slander, and lost wages. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Janice Walker, you yes. are suing David Wells and Ricky Johnson, your former uh, neighbors on top of your apartment, yes. for $10,000 for harassment and mental anguish. You have a counterclaim against her, the two of you, for $6,500 for harassment, libel, slander, and $1,500 in lost wages. What happened? Okay, I've been living in an apartment complex for two years. They moved in March the 18th. On March the 19th, I came home from Indiana with my granddaughter and my youngest daughter. My granddaughter was out on the porch riding her bike, playing with her bike, and she said it felt like rain. It wasn't raining outside. So we brushed it off because it wasn't wet outside. <laughs> we find out after my daughter sat in one of my chairs on my porch that it was dog urine. How did you find out it was dog urine? Because we smelled it. Okay. We actually put our, and we looked up and you could see it dripping. Well, you, you didn't have to smell it if you can look up and see it dripping, <laughs> you can see it which dripping, is but it? It, we looked up and we seen it dripping. It was dripping and it was on our, on the chairs. Okay. On the chair. And I took a picture of it, took it to the complex and explained what happened about the, the urine dripping in my granddaughter's hair. They said they were going to talk to the neighbors. The neighbors were supposed to come and apologize. They never did come and apologize. A week later, I noticed my other chair had dog urine on it again. So I took pictures of it again, took it back to the office, talked to the office about it. Wasn't really upset at that time. Just said, can you, you know, let them know, at least take their dogs outside to use the bathroom. It went from the dog urine to dog poo being on my porch. I live on the second floor. They live on the third floor. Uh, I don't don't, please don't feign outrage. You know what the lawsuit's about, and don't call out while she's testifying. Go ahead. I don't have a, I don't have a dog. I live on the second floor. The, the neighbors who lived above me before, they had a dog. I never had an issue with 
dog urine or dog so poo being on the porch. So you're on the second, they're on the third? Yes. Okay. And we have slatted our patios, or they're slatted wood. Okay. So the dog, you know, I seen the dog poo, took a picture, took it up to the... Do you have the picture of the dog poo? I never saw that. Yes, I have Let pictures me see of the dog poo. Oh. Here, can you... Who is that? Oh, you just gave the picture. <clears throat> my daughter. Okay. And the other individual? That's my sister. Okay. Are they both witnesses? Yes. Okay. How does that get through the slats? You think they placed it? How, did, how does it get there? The, the, the dog, they're, they're kind of small dogs. So the dog must have just, I don't know. It, it's, they were small. They were kind of yeah, small. Yeah, but how are the slats? How small are the slats? Like, they're about that wide. They're right. How does, how, does that, um, how does it get through the slats? It fell, it fell down. Through a slat? It fits through the slats, that tiny yes. thing? See, yes. I can't tell the size of it. Okay, what is that a picture of? Oh, that's a piece of dog feces that I stepped on. Okay. Is that the slat? That's on my porch. On your porch? That's so I presume porch. that they're built the same way up there. So how would a dog turd get from up I there? I think when they were sweeping or something, it just came, it just rolled down through but there. But if it rolls down, how is it landing in your place instead of landing? Because I assume that the patios are all in line? Yes. So how does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> so now, do you have any contact with them at all? No, I've never said anything to them. Okay. No, well, are they saying anything to you? Yes. Okay. Well, no, at, at that time, no. At wasn't. that time, no. So no, then you go the second time with the picture of the dog feces and what happens? The, the office said that they would um, talk to them again about it and I shouldn't have any problems. There was an email correspondence between management and myself with the pictures. They said that they talked to them. It wasn't going to happen anymore. Um, they paid to have, the complex paid to have my patio, their patio, and the patio downstairs pressure washed. Two days after it was pressure washed, there was more dog feces on my porch. Okay. So that's when I am going to the trash compactor to get rid of some garbage. They had got their, uh, they had got a notice from the office. I didn't know who they were, never even seen them before. They rolled up on me as I'm getting back in my car and said, you know, why, why do you keep going to the office complaining about the dogs? My sister was with me. She's seen it. My Come on up, sister. <clears throat> uh-huh. My youngest daughter, who's not here, she was in the car. They exchanged some words because... What were the words? What happened? Tell me about it. She asked one of them, why are you talking to my mom like that? Don't talk to my mom like that. And they just started... It, it just became a cursing battle. My sister got me back in the car. We go up to the office to file a complaint. And okay, they... who was saying what out there during that fight? Well, they, they had pulled up on the side of us. And then I didn't know who they was because they was talking. At first, I wasn't paying them any attention because I thought it would maybe somebody my sister knew. And I don't live in Georgia. So, um, so then when I started paying attention, I heard all the cussing and everything else. And I'm like, um, I really don't, I was like, I didn't come here for this, <laughs> you know. Um, I was like, and I told my sister, I said, let's just go to the office, you know. Okay. So, so you go to the office and you tell them what happened? Yes. I told them, I said, um, I don't know what their problem is. I said, they just rolled up on me, cussing me out because I keep complaining right. about. Right. And then what did the office say? They came in right after that. They turned their car around and came into the office. They came in yelling and screaming. And what were they saying? Um, this is a hate crime. This Why is... a hate crime? I don't know. Because Jordan <laughs> called gay. us a who called you? Her daughter. And that lady right there, I've never she seen her before. She was not in that vehicle that day. Yes, she was. No, okay. she was not. It was you a light-skinned individual that was in the apartment. She moved out a few months later. Is there an off button on you? Press the off button. Go ahead. So they walk in, they and walk they say this is a hate crime. And this is discrimination. Did, did your daughter 
use that derogatory I term. didn't hear her say it because they were arguing outside. You? I was already in, me and her were on the inside. How about you? Did you hear her say it? I believe she may have said it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so go on. Um, like I said, I went in there and I was talking to the management. They said they were going to have a talk with them. From that point on, that night, starting that what night. What did the management do? They had everybody right in front of them. Management, I don't know. They didn't do anything. Okay, so then what happens? <laughs> They're not. That night. Um, okay. It'll be your that, turn in a moment. That night, that's when they started doing a lot of stomping. I mean, just deliberate stomping, being really facetious. When I, when I walk in and out of my apartment, you know, they're standing on their balcony and they're saying things, you know, you know, you need to comb your hair, just a lot of insulting comments while I'm walking in and out. Um, I kept going to the office complaining. I even asked the office to relocate me. I said, I've been here two years. You guys have never had a problem out of me. Right. But the day after they move in, because I reported their dog urinating and pooing on my porch, I just asked to be moved, and every time I made a complaint, the worse they started harassing me to the point where I had to have, well, I had surgery. I knew I was having this surgery. Had surgery. My daughter had to come stay with me because I was on bed rest for eight weeks so she could take care of her daughter. I have custody of her daughter. Well, in, in, during that time, they were harassing her, following her around. Is it, she here? No, she's okay. not here. All right, so um, let me hear, for, so, and, so you're suing for $10,000. Did you end up moving? Yes, I moved. Okay, good. How are things going? Things are very well. Okay. Things are very well. Uh, excuse me. You're giving me a perfect flavor of what the hallway was like, because if in a courtroom you can't control yourself, I can only imagine what the hallway is like. So did you move to another complex within the... Yes. Okay. Um, I, no, I moved into a, I moved into a completely townhouse. Different. I just, okay. I completely moved away. Right. Um, and um, how did you end up filing this lawsuit for ten grand? Like, how do you come at because the ten grand? Because they were they were harassing me so much, and like I said, I've never said anything to them. Okay, I've never but argued right. back. Uh, what you have to be more specific because, because my blood you're pressure... asking for the statutory maximum, so you have to prove damages <laughs> in ten in the amount my of ten thousand. I had I had to go to the emergency room August the twenty sixth because my blood pressure had been elevated from July, and my blood pressure was one ninety seven over one hundred and twenty, and. I had to go, like I said, I had to go to the ER, and they ended up prescribing me um, blood pressure medicine that they said I'm probably going to have to take for the rest of my life because of the prolonged stress and um, my bl blood pressure being elevated. Okay. And Do you have anything from a doctor saying that, uh, are you seeing a therapist or anybody who well, the would only tie the things in as opposed <laughs> to hypertension? Well, I have the doctor's notes. Hand me the doctor's report once you find it. Let me hear from you folks. Who wants to speak first? I will. Okay, talk to me. Uh, we, Your Honor, um, we first got a phone call from apartment complexes around the first week of April, and it wasn't a big deal. She actually stated it wasn't a big deal, it wasn't a problem, and um, because they, th they told us that they were going to come and speak to us, and they never did. So we went down there just to, you know, because we're neighbors, and we went down and knocked on the door. Miss um, Walker was not home at the time. It was her daughter right there, and that was okay. And then... Um, they just kept on complaining about the, kept on happening. That, that okay, do you keep your dogs outside? How many no, dogs do you have? Just a Chihuahua and a Yorkie. And so you have two dogs? Yes. And you keep them outside on the patio? Nope, not at all. They okay. stay inside. You guys too lazy to walk outside and walk your dogs? Uh, no. We walk our dogs. Okay. Yeah.
Um, she continues to complain about the dogs. And in the apartment complex, they, they clean the decks, just the three that are in our row. They pressure washed it. And actually, someone died during the process. It was on the news. A guy fell off the forklift. He got thrown off of it. So When pressure cleaning? When yes. pressure cleaning, yes. So he died on the property. Did, um, did that happen? But, um, it wasn't at our, it was, it was at a different building. It was at a different building. But they were different, cleaning the decks. And they had the just cleaned ours. Okay, but it wasn't your decks. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he still died. Can he I did, finish he, speaking? I didn't, yeah, I didn't, he still I didn't died, cut you off. But, well, tell him to stop yeah. interrupting you. It, you know, it, it, he still died, but I thought you meant he died because these folks were called to clean just those three. Yeah, it was just our three decks and then one other one other empty apartment that they are doing because she didn't want to waste the service of it. So. All right, go on. Yeah, so um, so that happened. They um, they cleaned it, and then that's when the, the trash can incident they happened. Um, Tell me about that. They say that you rolled on up to them while they were at the compound. No, she rolled down her window and said that there was poop on my deck again this morning. Say it again. She rolled down my window, rolled down her window, and said there was poop again on my deck this morning. Are you in or out of your car when she does? That? We both are in the car the entire time, and she knows we got a violation, and that's what we get, and that's what we we didn't we didn't get out of the car one time. Her wait, daughter, wait. She said there's poop on my. Uh, my deck, my and, deck again, and? and she knows that we got a violation for it, and that's what we get. Uh, what's a violation? You mean like, like a, a warning lease, from like the a warning. Yes, And correct. had you? Uh, it was it was just to ask about the dogs, see the situation. It wasn't an official violation. Okay, no. so go no. on. And then um, that's when her daughter got out of the vehicle and came right up to our window and threatened to fight us in our life okay, again. Okay, but wait. Us again. Oh, wait, 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 wait. She's mad about something. Mm -hmm. What's she mad about if you're so calm and cool and collected and just saying, no, we didn't, and then she comes out and attacks you? That doesn't sound like it has she, the ring She recognized us when we first moved in the apartment complex. So we were on Fox 5 News twice last year. The first time someone stole our vehicle from the, um, the Motel 6 when we were in a, the apartment there because our house uh, was a $26,000 water leak. We went there, someone stole our car. Um, viewers from Fox 5 donated to uh, the Motel 6 to help us get back on our feet. And someone actually donated an entire minivan to us. And we went right back to work and corporate was like, well, we'll move to our location. And then a month later, we ended up on the news again because while we were there, we had just um, got back from racetrack and we we're going to go to work. And we saw a guy waving a gun behind us and he rammed his car into the back of us and shot into the car seven times. And long story short, it was a, he thought we were coming to kidnap his girlfriend for a $6,000. What on earth are you talking about? Is it only so, me? Oh my gosh, where did all that come from? It was on the news twice. Okay, and but that's, that's not a reason to get out of the car and call you a slur. No, no. You're not making sense. There's a reason she gets out of the car and is nasty. She thinks you're being nasty to her mother. That's the only thing that would make sense. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So can you, um, can you allow your dog to pee and poop on the balcony if it's possible that it could go underneath to the, to the apartment below? Uh, I say yes. Well, okay, you say yes because you're living on top or you're living on the bottom? I'm living on top. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hate my neighbors. Uh, I'd probably say no. Don't think the landlord will allow that. But then again, the uh, you know people work and they want to leave their dog out so they can go to the bathroom. I say no. I'd even if they work, they can find other arrangements inside the apartment. Put like pooping on the sofa, for example. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you going inside the courtroom. She's mad because I called her a liar. I didn't curse. I didn't yeah. say anything derogatory. I said, you're a liar. We've been downtown all day long. The dogs had not been out there that day. She complained okay. so that day. So then she gets the out of the car, the and she says that to you, and then what happens? We drove straight down um, the hill, and they went to the leasing office. So we're like, they're going to complain on us again, another false complaint. So we turned around and went there, and that's when her daughter, um, they're already getting out of the car, and they called us a all this and we called the police um it took two you hours called to the police for what for because them. they were threatening us yes she walked up on our car and she was threatening to fight us when we were at the mailbox okay well, i didn't hear that all right yes. so now 
Um, so you call the police, and what happened? Um, they, they stated to us, they calmed us down, they said, they, they witnessed it, and they apologized, and they said, all we need you to do is just stay calm and do not retaliate against them. We will handle this. Just do not retaliate, don't do anything to get yourself in trouble. And that's what we did. So, okay. So, but now, your uh, answer to the complaint goes a lot further than that. Your answer to the complaint says that, um, in fact, and you're suing for harassment, libel, slander, and lost wages of $1,500. Yes. You're saying that uh, when you were in the hallways, you folks were getting victimized. Why yes, don't you because tell me about that. We experienced so much harassment from Ms. Walker here because when she went down to the management office, she was very upset that she felt like the management office wasn't doing enough about this situation. And that's why Janice and her daughter took matters into their own hands to stalk, harass us, stand outside How of our apartment. How did they stalk and harass? They were standing that. outside of our apartment, waiting for us. We could not leave our apartment. They would wait in the um, parking lot. And um, she would say things to us. She would curse at us. Um, intimidate us and she okay. made gestures like she was going to do something to us. What were the gestures that looked like? Like just bucking and Bucking stuff. and yeah, like exactly. That? Just like that. Chicken necking? <laughs> and I don't take kind to threats. I don't want to be in the situation where I have to defend myself because I will defend myself. Okay. If someone threatens me or if someone puts their hands on me, I will defend myself. And like okay, I was but saying, she didn't threaten you, Like right? I was saying, when we called the police that day. How did she threaten you? Um, when we were in the hallway, we would pass each other and she would buck like, they, like we said at her. Um, and just they threatened to file complaints about us. No, the threaten, threaten. Like our safety, yes. Yeah, but, yeah, your yeah. safety. How does she threaten your safety? By the bucking hand, the were body gestures. Were you bucking gestures. while you would pass them in the hallway? Ma'am, I would, I started going a totally separate way to avoid them because whenever me, me and my granddaughter or anybody else that was with me were walking in or out of my building, they were always saying insulting comments. Like what? They would walk by and say that she needs to comb her hair. You know, um, I can be your best who, friend. Who or would you, say that? Ricky would say, um, I can be your best friend or your worst enemy, and heads are going to roll. And I mean, just a lot of things that they would say. Were you but, saying that? No, ma'am. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry. But uh, as much fun as this has been, let me just ask all of you a question. And I realize that your counterclaim came after being sued. Um, how can this much of your day be taken up on making sure somebody else's life is miserable? It was her intent. I want you to understand something. You have a right to access to the courts, OK? You've come into this court asking for me to order them to pay you 10 grand because they were annoying, impolite, rude, uh, pesky neighbors. Can you imagine what the courts would be like if everyone who felt that way could just come in and collect 10 grand? And then you have a lawsuit against her for half of which her daughter, according to you, did. And you, too, want to collect $6,500. Yes, because she caused damage to our good name. Yeah. I don't know that she caused damage to your she good name. She filed it in the courts in this public. Okay. Filing complaints with management that she believed were totally righteous to the point where she ends up moving, okay, is not libel or slander of your good name, okay? This is ridiculous is what it is. So on your lawsuit against them, zero. And on your lawsuit against her, zero. Everyone have a nice life and go home. So it ends up a zero, zero time. Ms. Walker, you get nothing.
Yeah. But you've moved. Yes. You're not there anymore. Yes. Things have to be better, right? It is. It is. I'm sorry. It was a fascinating case to watch. It's not fascinating when you have to live through I'm that. I'm sure it wasn't fascinating for you. I'm sure. And then but for them to come in and tell all those lies. <laughs> just be glad you're not there. Anymore. Yes, okay? I am. But you're away from them. Yes. All right. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> lead, a, lead a happy life, hopefully. All right, Mr. Wells, Mr. Johnson, how are things now? Again, you get nothing, you know? Maybe the judge, maybe you listened to the judge and heard something. They're gone. How are things now that they're gone? They've been a little better. I just wish the judge would have Just heard a little me. better? A little better, yeah. That, that was Why problem. not a lot better? Should <laughs> be all better. Yes. <laughs> She's an opportunist, and she's just out to get money. Well, no, I don't know. She thinks you really harassed her, you know? Yeah. And you made their life miserable. They moved. They had to move to get away from you. They were forced to move. Yes. Yeah. Not sure at least violation. Because of you? No, at least violation for having residents that weren't supposed to be there. Well, look, it's all over now. Thank you very much. Sorry I didn't get anything, but goodbye. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay. Harvey? So, Doug, when you sue somebody, you need to have a valid legal claim. Just because your neighbor is annoying, that does not create a valid claim. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Peter Ninger. He says he brought his motorcycle into the defendant's shop for repair, and his workers intentionally put grease on his tires so he'd crash and come back for more repairs. That's right. He didn't notice the greased-up tires. The minute he got on the bike, he crashed it into a van, and he's out 5000 bucks in ruined clothes, a wrecked bike, and one year's worth of insurance. This is the defendant, Bruce Kelter. He says he's been in business for 45 years, and this notion of putting grease on the plaintiff's tire so he would crash is preposterous. Bottom line, the guy crashed his bike on a cold day. Maybe he got spooked by a cat or something and is trying to blame it on him, hogwash. He's accused of sabotage. All parties. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff took his motorcycle to the defendant's repair shop, claims that one of the workers secretly greased his tire so he'd crash and come back for more repairs. But the defendant says the plaintiff is crazy. It's the case of grease, the lawsuit. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Mr. Ninger, you're suing Prospect Power Sports, representing here, you're the general manager? Yes. Bruce Kelter? Correct. Okay. For $5,000, because according to you, they did something to your motorcycle that caused an accident. Yep. Okay, talk to me. What happened? Uh, I brought the bike in after the fuel pump died in December. So I go to pick up the bike. Um, she was parked across the street, so I kind of slowly went to her. Then I started moving, driving up the block, waiting for her to go out of the parking spot. Once she was out of the parking spot, I went to take off. The bike just went down and slid. So when I got up, I looked around to see what took me down. There's no debris on the ground. There was nothing there. I look at the bike, and the tires are greased. So later, the police came. I filed a police report. It hit another van also as the bike spun all the way down the block. Um, the bike just kept going down the block. I was sliding, and then it stopped, and we called the police. She went inside to get the manager and to tell him that the bike has grease on it, that he just went down. Um, I guess I'll let you tell her story because I don't yeah, know what happened there. Out. They were reluctant to come in, to come outside. Finally, when they did come outside, they claimed it wasn't grease. The grease is black. Well, I have pictures to show otherwise. So you're saying that your motorcycle accident was their fault? 
Yep. Because there was grease on there your tires. There was no tire. grease on the tires when I brought it in. This was, is treated. Was the grease on the tires visible to yep. you? So why didn't you see it before you took off on the motorcycle? I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I picked didn't up my bike from other bike shops. Why would anybody put grease on your... My only, the only thing I can think of is that they wanted the bike to go down so I can bring it back for more money, for more billables. I can't understand. I really don't know. Right, but according to you, it's not like the bike went through a grease spill. You have a very, tell me. Yeah, it's not a grease spill. It's very intricate. I mean, you can take a look at the pictures. It's no, very well No, you tell me what your in. theory is on that. That's what I'm. Somebody dabbed it on because it's not on the whole tire, on the edges, so somebody didn't roll it through. But you wouldn't roll it through the bike sideways and forward and backwards on, on the bike either. Wait, so what are you saying? That someone dabbed Somebody, grease on purpose? Either grease or silicone or something on the bike, but there's something in greasy the on the In the middle of the tire? Yep. Not on the edges? Absolutely. So literally that somebody did that so that you could have a, a, an accident? Yep. Doesn't that it's seem e crazy? Yep, but it's even on the front tires too. Okay, let me see your pictures and let me hear what happened when you went in there. <coughs> I was waiting for him to come out. He got on the motorcycle. Oh, here's the front tires, sorry. He got on the motorcycle. I was in the car. He got two car lengths ahead of me, and he went this way. He went sliding. He slid off back, backwards, and the motorcycle went forwards and started spinning straight down the block. Will you come over here and show me what you want me to see in these pictures? Sure. This is a clean tire. This is the grease. Where's the grease? Here, right here. You see how it's dabbed on? If you look at the tires, that's dabbed on. This is the clean tire. This is all grease. How, how do I? No, see no. This? I see that it's lighter, but that how's that not just tire wear? It's how am I supposed wear. to see that as grease? That's those are specks. If you look at the different pictures, that's specks of grease that somebody dabbed on there. This is the clean tire. This isn't. You didn't take video, right? Um, only when I was touching the tire to smooth out the grease. So I do have a video of it when I'm touching it as I'm smoothing yeah, it I and it's that? one slick. Can I see that? Can you tell me what's going on? I really don't know. Okay. Um, Were you there that day? I was present in the store. I didn't witness the accident. Did you go out? I actually did not. I was Why did they send you? you who, how about the fellow next to you? Did you go he, out and see the did, accident? Yes, Step up. Because I'm the general manager. <laughs> That's so very said. nice, but if you got nothing to say, what are we going to... All right, talk to me. What did you see? I don't have the video. Um, he had picked up the bike. Uh, he went basically like halfway up the block and then fell. It, that day was about 20 degrees out. He has a super sport bike. It'll do 186 miles an hour right from the factory. If you're not careful, especially in cold weather, the tires will spin. I just think he made a mistake while accelerating up the block. There was no t uh, no oil on his tires or anything. Did he have you touch his tires and stuff? Yes. Like, was he saying this theory that you guys did it on purpose on to kill him? Was he saying that that day? He was saying it right there. So did you touch the tire? Yes. And there was nothing but dirt. Okay, that, that's not showing me you were lifting any kind of oil on it. It's just showing me you touching a tire. Hold on. And in fact, the specs you say are oil are, are not moving as a result of you touching them at all. But it gets smoother, though. It's, it's I don't see specs. them getting it's smoother. One, it's one Hold on, line. hold on. We'll do it a hundred times if I like have Like where you to. touch it, it just gets smooth. The specs get well, smoothed that, into it. Right, and that's what I'm not seeing, what yeah. you just said. Hold on. Do you seriously think that people who you just paid to fix your fuel pump would dab grease on your tire to kill you? Well, that's what I see on the tires. They didn't come in like that. 
They sort the bikes certainly didn't come in like that. Something, and I don't even see the grease on your tires. I got to be honest with you. I don't see it in this video. I, I see, uh, you, what, you know, your tires are on the ground. But what is it that, um, assuming there's some kind of place that your tires went through that touched grease, how is it that that becomes their fault unless you can prove that they literally diabolically did that to kill you? So, do you believe this? That the plaintiff would, that the repair shop would actually secretly grease the wheel? I doubt that someone would secretly grease the wheel in order to get a return. And what is more probable here? Could be uh, walking uh, underneath or. Well, uh, what's more probable that happened here? What do you think? I think if, uh, uh, you know, they are just uh, behind the returns, they might do it. No, 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 no. I'm asking, what do you think really happened here? Huh? I think he, he just crashed. crashed. He well, how, if he had grease in the wheel, how do you get, get grease in the wheel? He rode over it. We ran over yeah. it or something. There's grease everywhere, and uh, it's, it's like... Exactly. Exactly. Going inside the courtroom. The tires didn't come in with that on the tires. I don't care the tires didn't come in with We're talking about tires that touch the ground. So they can they can have dirt on them today that they didn't have yesterday. That is not relevant. I understand Why that. Why is, is it that this accident would be their it's fault? It's evenly coated from space to pace on the tires. So if you were to roll over something, you would have to do it sideways with the bike. So somebody dabbed it on there. I ride in the winter all the time in 20-degree weather also. And that's never happened to me before. No, that's why they're called accidents. Accidents aren't a planned thing. So for you to suggest sabotage, you know, and potential attempted murder on their part by dabbing oil to this, kind of, kind of crazy. Um, look, when you come into court, you're the one who has the burden of proof on your case. You have to be able to prove, not to the exclusion of every reasonable doubt, but that it's more likely than not that it happens the way you say it did. So I have to ask myself, is it more likely than not that these folks dabbled oil in the middle of your tire in order to get you to crash, in order to get you to come back, in order to spend more money? Or is it more likely that your wheels went through something, if that, or that you lost control and it's just operator error? Um, I find that you've not proven your case, and I rule in favor of the defendants in this case. So the plaintiff fails to prove his case to the judge, and she finds for the defendant, sir, I know you're upset, but how do you answer this, you know? Uh, I'm going to pursue this further. But you, you couldn't convince the judge that it was oil on the tire. Okay. That's your problem. I'll have it tested in the future. That's what I didn't want to pay for because I wasn't sure where. I'll find it. I'll have it tested. I'll go forward. So you'll keep and going. And they can pay for the hospital bills as well. You'll keep going. You have hospital will. bills? I do. Ones? All righty. I'm sorry, okay. but, you know, that's, that's, okay. that's the judge's decision. Thank that's you. the way it is. Now, Mr. Calder, you're coming out of the courtroom. What? You didn't have much to say. <laughs> I don't I think have you had a lot anything. to say, but I but, didn't have an opportunity to say well, it. Well, you so. didn't have to. Right. I mean, look, you prevailed, so be happy. But if yeah. you had talked, what would you have said? Well, I would have mentioned the fact that we're in business 45 years, and this has never happened to anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I understand that totally. And so. it, it, you said it seemed preposterous you it, would be charged it, That's a this. great word to describe it. It is. Preposterous. Right. Okay. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I don't know what happened out there. I guess it was an accident on his part. Maybe he drove through something. Probably. But he's convinced somebody greased his tires. Yeah, we would have no reason to do anything malicious to anyone. So. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. You must sign a few documents, and that'll be it for this case. Harvey, well, interesting case. What do you think? Doug, you cannot win a case on a theory. You need evidence, and there was no evidence here. That'll do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. 
this is the plaintiff, Myrma Santiago. She says she hired the defendant to custom make 18 balloon centerpieces for her wedding. And as soon as she saw the finished product on the tables that day, she was horrified. The balloons looked malnourished because there wasn't enough helium in them. An hour into the party, some of them are so deflated they were lying on their sides. She deserves a refund and is suing for every penny of the $388.81 she's owed. This is the defendant, Esmeralda. She says she set up the balloons on time. And when she left, everything looked good and she heard nothing from the plaintiff. One week later, the woman starts ranting and raving how she ruined her wedding because five balloons didn't float right. She's been in business 27 years. She would have replaced the five balloons if the woman called her on the day of the reception. And she's not returning any of this eccentric woman's money. She's accused of deflating a bride. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to make balloon centerpieces and says they deflated, but the defendant says the balloons were A-OK. -okay. It's the case of your balloons really blow. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, Mirma Santiago? Correct. You are suing the defendant's company. You don't want the name of the company mentioned or your last name, so we'll just call you Esmeralda? Okay. For $388.81 that you want returned to you because you feel you should get a complete 100% refund on the her centerpieces that she made for your wedding. Correct. All right. I'm going to ask you what happened to the centerpieces in a moment, but first I have to ask you this. Your complaint starts with the following sentence. In July of 2017, I was getting married after being with my husband for 29 years. Correct. Are you the husband? Yes, ma'am. Stand up. <laughs> 29 years you guys dated? <laughs> no, no. We got married in court, civil. But then oh. we, did, we decided to do the church. Sit down. All right. <laughs> I was ready to fleece you right now. <laughs> okay, then. I got it. <laughs> All right. So you wanted 18 balloon centerpieces. Did Correct. you have a picture of what you had in mind? Did yes, you absolutely. Show it to okay. Can I see the picture that yes. you showed her? And she also had pictures in her place, which led me to believe that she knew what she was doing. Okay. All right. So you asked her for something like this? Exactly, because exactly that's like gold that. and white. Yeah, and I told her that was the color theme. Okay. So um, you enter into an agreement for $488.81 for how many centerpieces? 18. 18. All right. And uh, do you have a picture of how they looked? Absolutely. What was the problem? Tell me about the problem. As soon as I came into the hall, you know, before any of the people come in and sit down, they let you check it out to make sure that all the tables are correct and everything. So when I saw the balloons, I said, oh my God, is this what that lady brought? He says, yes, she brought them about an hour ago. I said, but look, they're already deflated. They're already on the table. It's ridiculous. So I have pictures. This is the pictures before people actually came in. This is when people came in, but they weren't even eating yet. Balloons are supposed to be up. I've, I've had helium balloons up for 48 hours. I've had helium balloons in my in the a two-story portion yes. of my house for six months. <laughs> a Barney balloon stayed there and mocked me because I couldn't reach it for, for months and months. Right. What happened? What do you think happened? Did she send you the pictures? No. I never seen those pictures. Okay, well let's see them. Oi. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is bad, honey. I'm gonna show you. So does the plaintiff get a refund here? 
Yes. Because? Because they deflated. How long should they last? I'd say a good day. I say so too, going inside the courtroom. How do the balloons get made? Do you make them? Yeah, when I made them. When did you blow the them balloons. up? The day before? Uh, no. Okay. We don't do balloons did you blow one them up enough? Before. Take a look yes. at it. Okay, but, were... okay, but hold on, because the proof of that is the pictures. Look at the pictures. The balloons are not up in the air. They're on the table. That's disgraceful, right? Yes. Yes. All right, so she calls you and tells you. She calls me almost a week later. I mean, like, you, that's not a setup. The people are yes. in the wedding. You yes. can see that that happened. Yes. Yeah. All right. If she had called me, maybe I would go back and fix Maybe, how it. far do you live from the hall? Maybe 40 minutes, 45 40 minutes. minutes. How, how long would yeah. it take you to buy more balloons? I have the balloons Okay, so let's store. assume you have the, double the balloons, all right? And then to inflate all the balloons. Would take maybe and, yeah. 20 So that's minutes. like two hours into the wedding. How about just getting it right the first time though, right? Yes. It's pretty bad. Yes. Did you know it was that bad, or you thought she was exaggerating? I thought it was exaggerating. Right. Yes. Why didn't you just send her the pictures? A week later, after I had to calm down a little, because remember, you only get married once uh, in church. Well, well I, uh, I, you know, I, <laughs> even I, pray that, well. <laughs> I pray to God that it will be. Right, after right, 29 right, right. years, I can't even think of that doing okay. it again. Okay, a week later, I called her and I told her it was unsatisfactory. I was extremely upset and I wanted some of my money back. She agreed on the phone. She goes, yeah, you're right. But you know what? It wasn't my fault. I was, I had to put them in a cab for an hour. It took us an hour to get that. I said, that's not my problem, nor do I care. Right. Okay, so she says, okay, come by the store. I'm gonna have money for you. So then she, I go to the store. There's a young lady. She doesn't even have the courtesy to wait for me, so at least we could talk. So the young lady tells me that she had a, all of a sudden a dental appointment and she left and she left me the note with $100 in it. And I said, no, absolutely not. That wasn't, I went a little crazy, yes. But um, I said, you no, tell. You went a lot crazy, yes, not a I little did. crazy. And I told, you were mean. I, I were. I was, I was, I was. You were irate. mean, mean, mean. I was irate, so I yeah, told but you, her, you took it out on her. On, on the no, I told her to excuse me. I told her, you know something, your boss has some nerve to leave you here and take the brunt of my anger. Well, why don't you just not give it to the employee? Oh, it's just not. It wasn't easy. I mean, to you do were it. like talking about calling immigration on her and stuff. Oh, listen, uh, it was crazy. No, what I what I actually was saying was, I told her, are you undocumented? And she said, Why yes. are you asking an employee? Because she was nervous. Well, how about because nervous. you're screaming no, and you're being nasty? No, at first I wasn't screaming because she was nervous and acting really like she, she was going to get in trouble. I said, you're not going to get in trouble. Why, why are you acting like that? Are you undocumented? She said, Do yes. Do you feel bad about how you treated the employee? Just because, you know, like you were no. kind of... Why? It wasn't personal. She didn't I do know, anything but wrong. No, it's, it's, well, then you, know, you should the whole, feel that. You had to be there, too. You should to, feel... To I don't have to be there. Yeah, well, I get angry. I know exactly what it feels like. <sighs> I don't need to be there to see, you know... What you, you two should have, before you took a trip out there, I wish that there had been an agreement about how much money was going to be returned. But based well, I on tried. What, I said 300 we're, we're done. Based on what I'm hearing, is there anything else you'd like to say? Because this cannot be your best work. <laughs> okay. No, that was it. All right, that's the answer. All right, well, in any event, uh, this one's wrapped up rather nicely. <laughs> mm. You've already received $100. Yes. So what you're suing for is the remainder, and I Correct. think you're entitled to it. So $388.81, verdicts for the plaintiff, along with her court costs, of course, and good luck, folks. Thank you. Well, based on the pictures, the plaintiff prevails, no question about it. Esmeralda, the defendants just come out of the courtroom. How do you feel right now? Because they not even let me talk. Well, what, what would you have said? The pictures kind of said it all, don't you I think? I know, I understand, but I, I want to explain why maybe the, the balloons came down. Why did they? Because the hall was too cold. 
The heart was too cold. That yes, made the helium. Yes, that made the helium. But some shrink. did work. I don't really understand. So I mean, understand if some would work yet. and others didn't, how can you blame the weather in the or the temperature in the in the room? I don't really understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry for you, but anyway, okay. you're, thank you. You seem like a good sport. Okay. Sorry Thank about you. that. Okay. You've learned a lesson, maybe. Here comes Miss Santiago now, the plaintiff. You get the $388 you were seeking. Bottom line is, how bad did this affect the wedding? It affected me because I wanted, when you get married, you want everything perfect. Sure. Or as perfect as possible. But, I mean, do you think everybody else noticed it? They did. They did. Did you hear about it? They did, but they tried to calm me down. I said, don't worry, the balloon's all right. No, they weren't all right. All but right. thank God. So, everything came out okay. the way I thought it was. Well, how is it being married now? Oh, like for the last 29 yeah, years, perfect. Right. Thank God, yes. Okay, good. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, Doug, even though the balloons were delivered, the fact is they weren't there. They didn't do the job. I mean, they have to last long enough for the wedding. They didn't. That's why she got a full refund.